Hey everybody, this is Michael Willis coming back to you once again with the Greater Things Podcast. So excited for com- being able to come back. Uh, no, we took some time off. Um, I say we, I took some time off uh, for me in the last couple months since October. I, I just took some time off with God, um, took a social media break, took a break from everything and just simply uh, was allowing God to to work on on me and, and work in my life, so uh, very excited to uh, be back doing the podcast. I'm excited for the things that we have in store uh, for people that are people that are going to be joining the show. Got a couple of things lined up. First thing, so uh, really excited about that. Really excited to have those guests on those people. So for the future episodes, just be looking out for exciting things. Um, some things we want to learn about. Some things we want to share about. Some testimonies and, and just all kinds of stuff about the kingdom of God. So very excited once again. And looking forward to what God's doing and in our lives and everything that's going on. God is God is a present help and He He is always there for us. And you know, the Bible says, I believe it's Psalm 16 says, I have set the Lord always before me because He is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Uh thankful that when we go to God and we go to God in prayer, we're not shaken. We're not we're not torn down and when life comes against us. Uh, and we need to take that break. We're not overburdened because the Lord is at our right hand. He is there for us and he's caring for us and, and loving us and giving us guidance and direction. And I'm just thankful for a God that loves us that much that when we need that moment in time, he's willing to correct us or sit us down. I, I, I'm good with correction. So uh, that's okay with me to say that. And a lot of people ain't, but you know, correction is good for me. It's good for my mind. It's good for my heart. It's good for my soul. It's good for my body. Uh, just correction that when God needs to speak to me or when need, God needs to say something to me, uh, I'm glad he's willing to do that and willing to say that. I'm thankful for that. So uh, I did take a time, like I said, did take a time, just a social media break and just got away from some things and just spent some time with the Lord. And like I said, once again, just glad to be back for the podcast. Glad to be doing that. I so enjoy this and I'm just thankful to be able to do it again. So I am here by myself this evening, but uh, this will be a short short show today just kind of want to lay some groundwork of what the lord is doing right now what we're doing in the lord in the lord with the lord right now as a time as a church and as the body of christ as well so um (coughs) excuse me every every january for the last few years we we have had a a corporate fast as a church uh, as as the body of christ or we together we do in some form or fashion uh pastor doesn't set certain standards that's that wouldn't it's no thing there uh he kind of just pray as you see fit do what you feel like god's leading you to do and, and do it do it good and do it healthy uh don't don't hurt yourself don't put you in a place don't put yourself in a place that it that it can harm you uh do what you need to do and give that time to god whatever time that may be or whatever that may be necessarily food uh but it can be anything if you're giving up tv giving up social media Given up any anything in life that that is can be pulling you away from God because, understandably so, we can make we can make an idol out of anything and anything can pull us away from God, pull us out of the direction of God's will, and ultimately, when you're giving something up that that does that or or hinders your walk with God or or you're just giving up something that you enjoy for God, ultimately you're sacrificing unto Him, giving Him something 
that that he's he wants to bless you you know he wants to bless you after that time so be reminded that anything you do anything that you give up any any process in, in life when when people say fasting that you're giving up from god it's a sacrifice unto you it, it god sees it as a sacrifice as well so uh, just be reminded of the good things that that god has in in his mind and also has in store for those that uh, will seek him so as the scripture says just be reminded of that. I don't want to hinder anybody or hurt anybody. Know that anything that you give up from God, God sees as a sacrifice and he will honor that and he will bless that. So uh, once again, <coughs> we you have to excuse me. Um, we are in this time of season where we are fasting as, as a corporate, as the church, as the corporate church, corporate fast for the church. Um, right now we have, we have what our binders out. We, we've been doing this for a while now, uh, but it was started a few years ago with with a binder that we put out, and we put out names and for twenty eight folks that or twenty eight people that was in that binder at, at that time, uh, they needed a miracle. People needed they were in need of a miracle, and, and God God really laid it upon Pastor's heart to uh, Pastor Robert Pastor Robert's heart to um, put these names in a book and, and fast and pray over them. So during that time frame, uh, I believe we've talked about this before, but I just wanted to remind you and refresh your memory. Uh, during that time frame, there were 28 people that put their name in that book. And, and for example, uh, what we're saying here, um, let's just take Jan you know, somebody January 1st was the first page in the book. We would take, and, and I'll use me as an example, um, Michael Willis needs healed of migraines. We'd put our name in there, the need. If you felt like you need to put the need in there, that was fine. If not, God knew the situation. God knew the circumstance. And so we'd put that need in there and every day somebody would sign up to fast for somebody that day or pray for somebody that day. But every day for those 28 days, there was somebody fasting and praying and, and believing for, for people to receive their miracle, to receive what God wanted them to receive in their life. And so, um, when, when we did that, <clears throat> not knowing what was going to come out of that situation, but understanding that pastor had heard from God. He had a vision from God. He, he had a revelation from God and he knew that God was going to do something. So out of those 28, uh, we, we look back a couple, a couple, a year after and out of those 28, 26 people out of the 28 received the miracle that they had asked for in that book. And you say, well, that, that, that's a little braggy. It's not a little braggy. It's just bragging on God and what he did and what he is going to do and what he wants to do. When we find favor in the Lord and when we find a promise in the Lord and we keep to his word and his commandments and, and everything that he says, it, it's not braggy. It's just being bold and confident in what God is doing and what he wants to do for us and through us. So if I seem confident in my God, it's because I am because I've seen what he can do. I've seen what he wants to do. And I know what he wants to do in life. And I know how he wants to bless. And in some form or fashion, I know that he wants to bless us and use us and just show us his love. And sometimes it's just it's just a matter of God showing love. No matter what we do, he, he does that. And speak, speaking of that, uh, I, I know some of you have heard or seen um, that last year I, I, my, my eyes were healed. And I went back to the eye doctor this this past December, and everything is still good. So and and, and looking great, and and God took care of that. And and in a way or a form or fashion, whatever it may be, um, it wasn't something I just completely asked for. 
It was just something that God just seen fit and, and love. And that that's the ultimate love of God. It, it's sometimes when we don't see why or know why, but yet he still loves us enough to just do that. So uh, that's why we're doing that. And, and right now we are in a in that season again where we're fasting and praying. We've got a couple books where somebody is praying every hour of the day for this month. Um, somebody is fasting every day for somebody this month. And there are just lots of requests in that book, in the book. And, uh, <laughs> I was going over the book and, and looking, there's, there's a whole bunch of needs and a whole bunch going on. But in, in that I, I was looking and I believe there was already 10 miracles that, that I had seen that, that God had already done for some of those people in the book that we've been praying over. So, uh, all glory to God on that because man, he, He's awesome for doing that and taking care of that and looking back on things, whether we realize it or not, it's, it's again, it's due to our sacrifice. It's due to us finding a place in God that we are disciplined and we're doing something that he, he wants us to do in a sense, but also it needs to be done for ourselves that we can get flesh out of the way. We, we can pull ourselves out of a, out of a pit and get into a place that we can say, God, use me, allow me to be used for your kingdom and, and, and want to see what you're going to do. So that's where we are as the church right now, as the body of Christ, as Sailor's Church as well. We're fasting, we're praying and believing for miracles to happen, for souls to be saved, for, for people to be set free, for for deliverance to come, for miracles to happen. For And, and as pastor says, pastor has said it for the last few years now, but we're believing for spiritual blessing physical blessing and financial blessing and whatever that looks like whatever manner that looks like we don't care but we want the lord to bless that spiritually we want you to be made whole we want god we want you to give give your life to jesus turn your life over to jesus christ and, and, and allow him to work in your life spiritually that you would be filled with the holy ghost walking in the power and might of god doing what he wants doing what he wants us to do, uh, ultimately finding that place that we're in his perfect will, as the scripture says, you know, there's the good and the acceptable and the perfect will of God. Ultimately, we want to be walking in his perfect will. And so spiritually, uh, when we're praying spiritually, first that it would God would correct our hearts and our minds to get into a place where he can use us, where he, where we can be willing vessels that, that we're not focused upon things upon this world, but spiritually he would heal us. He would, he would set us free uh, from, from things that the enemy would try to tear us down. Uh, and spiritually we would be filled, once again, filled with the Holy Ghost, filled with power filled, as they were in Acts chapter two in the upper room when, when they were praying and fasting, they were believing that God was going to do something. They were doing what Jesus said in, in his commandments to, to wait and that day, and, and and there, God blessed that. He he came and, and sent the Holy Spirit, and it descended upon him like, like fire. And they were speaking with t cloven tongues there. The Lord blessed that. And spiritually being blessed, we're praying for spiritual blessing that God would bless with the Holy Spirit, that he would, he would set our hearts free, that he would help us to cleanse and purify our, our lives and purge our lives out of the darkness that the enemy would try to put us in and, and he would bless us, fill us with the Holy Spirit that we could walk in the favor of God. Uh, preach, we preached a little bit last Wednesday or Sunday uh, about Esther when, when she, when she went to the King after Haman would had declared or had, Haman had talked the King into killing all the Jews. Esther had found favor with the King. So when she was walking into the room, King Xerxes was not, was not, was not hesitant 
in blessing Esther and, and what she wanted and what she asked. He was fully willing to to give her what she needed because she had found favor in his sight. And, and spiritually, when we find favor in the eyes of the Lord and we look upon his gaze as he gazes upon us, you know, as the Bible says he's got eyes like fire. When he gazes upon us, that we are set on fire with the glory and the love of God, that we could look upon his face and know that he loves us with, with just a burning passion, a desire that that's unbridled. That's that's never been never been experienced before. And that's a spiritual blessing. That's a spiritual healing for that. So we're praying for that. We're praying for physical, physical healings, phys physical blessings, spiritually, physically and financially. So physically, we're praying that people would be healed, that if you've got something going on, Cancer is something that we pray against every service, it seems like. We're praying against that. Uh, really, the Lord laid upon my heart at the beginning of this year to pray for those who are dealing with anxiety and depression and, and fear in their lives. And, and I want to tell you, if you're listening to this and you know somebody that's dealing with that, or you know somebody, or you're that somebody that's dealing with anxiety and fear and depression, just know that God has not given up. God, uh, one of my favorite scriptures that I that I that I quote on the daily to remind the enemy is that the Lord didn't give us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. That lets me know that God gave me power over the enemy. He gives me love, perfect love. And the scripture says also perfect love cast out his perfect love, cast out all fear. So all his love that, again, it's when he looks upon us with the gaze, with the eyes like fire, we look upon his gaze, we recognize that his love it casts out all fear. There's no fear. There's no worry. There, there's no need to fret about what's going on. You say that's easy to say. I, I've been there. I've been. I've been in a, a depression state. I've been in an anxiety state where where the enemy would just flood my mind with thoughts of unworthiness and, and just just selflessness and loneliness. And that's what the enemy would like to do. He he would like to split you off from the group and, and make you think that people don't love you and you don't love people correctly. And make you think that you're not in the right place and that you're not worthy of the love of God. But once again, God didn't give us that spirit of fear, but he gave us power, love, and a sound mind. A sound mind knows that the Bible says that he gives us peace that surpasses all understanding. So when he gives us peace that surpasses all understanding, it's knowing that when the enemy comes in trying to do that, that we can stand against the fiery darts of the enemy and say, you know what? He didn't give me, he didn't give me fear, but he gave me love power and a sound mind that I can stand and know that he loves me more than anything that this world could ever imagine. So if you're battling anxiety, you're battling fear, you're battling depression, start praying that scripture. And I've got several scriptures I want to read, but praying that scripture over your life daily. God, I know you didn't give me the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. And then tell the devil, devil, he didn't give me fear. He gave me power, love, and a sound mind. And as he gives you that sound mind, know that he he stands before you. He stands with you. Uh, as my pastor, my pastor likes to say, there is one that goes before you that's never lost a battle. He's never sounded the sound of retreat. He, he's never given up. He stands before us. He stands beside us. He goes as our rear guard. That That is Jesus Christ. That is one that has never lost a battle. So when the enemy would try to put fear into your life, remind him who you are in, Jesus, in Christ Jesus that you are the son and daughter of God. You are highly favored. You're an heir and a joint heir with Christ Jesus, none other than Christ Jesus. And you're not who you used to be. 
Old things are passed away and behold, all things are becoming new in your life. Anxiety has no hold. Fear has no hold. Depression has no hold. And like I said, the Lord had really laid upon my heart this year that, that there would be a lot of people that that we would in, we would come in contact with that would be dealing with that. And, and you see it all over all over people nowadays that that anxiety, that worry, that fear of the world that that that's coming against. And the Lord, the Lord really laid upon my heart that we would see that and prepare. And people would be set free from that if we believed and trusted in him. So fully trusting and believing. And I want to read a couple of scriptures about that. You know, Psalms 9 says that the Lord is a stronghold for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. And those who know your name put their trust in you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. God, God has not forsaken us. So when we're seeking him, and it reminds me of this time, you know, this moment that we're in, this time frame with God, we're seeking him with everything within us. We're, we're pushing, we're desiring a closer walk. We're, we're seeing what God wants to do and, and we are pursuing him and we're seeking him. The Bible says, seek and you shall find, knock and it shall be opened unto you. So the Lord, he puts his, when we put our trust in him, He's not forsaken us. He's not leaving us. And he's a stronghold for us. He stands there for us. He's there for us in the times of trouble, as the psalm says. He's there for us. So knowing that God stands for us and we've, we're not going to be in trouble, we're not going to have to fear. That's something that we can hold true and know that God will take care of. Psalm 55 and 22 says, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Cast all your worries upon him. Cast your fears, cast your anxiety, cast the depression that the enemy would put upon you and, and cast it upon the Lord. You say, well, that's easy to say, you know, just give it to the Lord. It is easy to say, but in the same, same time and process, when we give things to God and we say, God, I'm not dealing with this. God, I'm not worrying with this. I want you to take it and I want, I want you to break the strongholds. I want you to break the chains that the enemy has tried to bound me down with. I want you to set me free. And the scripture says who the son sets free is free indeed. And when that freedom comes through Christ Jesus, we no longer have to worry and fear. We no have to no longer worry and neglect that that we are that we are being neglected and we're not God's children. We can walk in the full authority and the power of God. We are heirs and joint heirs with Christ Jesus. We're ambassadors of the gospel. So that lets me know that when we walk in his fullness and his favor, we can say things that the Lord has laid upon our hearts in full confidence. And we can say the scripture because it's the divine word of God. It's straight from the father. We can say the scripture that is sharper than any two edged sword. As the word says, if we'll hide it in our hearts and use it as a weapon against the enemy, that's how we'll know how to stand in battle. That's how we'll know how to stand in victory. Uh, Proverbs 12 and 25, anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down. But a good word makes him glad. So the good word, a good word, there ain't no other good word, but the good word of the Lord. And when anxiety comes and when worry comes and when fear comes, just know that the good word, which is the word of God, it'll make you glad. So when those things come, dive into the word, seek him. So Isaiah 35 says to those who have anxious heart, be strong and fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance with the recompense of God, and he will come and save you. Man, that, that's just awesomeness right there. That To know that if we worry and we fret and, and, and things come against us in life, God says, be strong and don't fear. Don't be afraid. He's coming with vengeance, and he's going to come and save us. Man, that, that ought to be something to behold. And, and just knowing that 
when the enemy comes against you with anxiety and fear and depression, he's weighing you down into a state where you no longer want to talk to God or feel like you can talk to God. But God says, do not fear, do not be afraid. I am coming and I'm coming to save you. What a glorious God that is. What a loving father that is that he would that he would come and save us and entrust in boldness with us. He would he would come and save save us from the enemy. So uh, Isaiah 41 and 10 says, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed for I am your God and I will strengthen you and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Matthew 6, <clears throat> Matthew 6 says, therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Don't be worried. Don't be afraid. Jesus is telling us here, don't worry. Don't be afraid of what's coming. Don't be afraid uh, uh, of anything because I, I will take and I will give you peace and I will give you that love and I will, I will give you the things that you need to make it through. And John, I believe it says, it's John in 14, I believe he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I will give to you. Not as the world does gives to you, I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled and neither let them be afraid. Jesus Jesus gives us peace and he gives us these things and he lets us know he's there for us in those times. So once again, I, I know life is hard and life is doing, but if you're dealing with anxiety and fear and depression, know that is not where God wants you to be and that God, God does not, you do not have to stay there. The enemy would not to make you think that you have to stay there and you have to deal with that. But God says, you don't have to deal with that. You don't have to fret with that. You don't have to worry about those things. You can do what God wants you to do and tell the enemy, hey, I'm not walking in that place of fear. I'm not walking in that place of worry and depression and anxiety. I'm walking in a place of power. I'm walking in a place of victory. I'm walking in a place of fullness of God that I have found his favor and I have asked him. And when he said I could ask him, I'm going to receive it. And when I knock, he's going to open the door unto me and he's going to give me these things and he's going to bless us in that. So be thankful that God will do that. So we're, we're, you know, once again, praying for physical healings and mentally as well, that, that aspect, praying that these things would be done. So if you're battling anxiety, fear and depression, I, I, I'm just right now, just praying in the name of Jesus every day, every day, every morning, every night, praying in the name of Jesus, that you would be set free, that you would be delivered from that, that the fear of the enemy would not infiltrate your mind, that your mind would be set upon God and upon the things of glory and upon the things of his glory. And the Holy Spirit would infiltrate your heart and in your mind and your soul and that you would be blessed, that you would be filled and you would walk in the power and the glory of might, that you would be filled with a joy that, that is just unimaginable. As, as the song says, joy unspeakable, that you would be filled with glory and, and that you would be filled with that and that you would walk in power as an ambassador of the gospel, walking in his marvelous light, not in the pit, not in the darkness, not in the worry of fear, not thinking that the enemy is just there waiting to destroy you because that's what he's trying to do. But God says, I, I'm not going to allow him to do that. I didn't give you the spirit of fear. Also, also this scripture as well, I didn't give you the spirit of fear, but the spirit of adoption whereby I can cry, we can cry, Abba, Father. So be thankful that we... We can do that. And we can know that in that same scripture, Romans 8, we know that all those who love God, or we know that the, for those that love God, all things work together for his good and for those who are called according to his purpose. So God, who loves us so much that he allows us to call him Abba Father, when the enemy comes in like a flood trying to destroy us, we can stand, walk in the power and the glory of God and the 
power of the Holy Spirit and stand against the wiles of the enemy. Because now all he would like to do is tear you down, pull you down, and make you afraid and make you worry about what he's going to try to do next. But God says you don't have to worry about that. that that's not your problem. You let me deal with that. And then Romans 12, it says, Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. Man, be constant in prayer. Rejoice in hope. That hope is Christ Jesus. Be patient in tribulation. And when the enemy comes, be patient. Know, know that when he comes against you, you're, you're going to come through this with God and be constant in prayer. And then Romans 16 and 20 says, The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And God's going to crush Satan under our feet. And he's going to put him into a place that he knows he needs to be. And he's going to allow you to walk in victory. So once again, if you're dealing with anxiety and fear and depression, just know that you you have the right. You have the authority to, to ask the Lord, man, I want to be set free. And he can bless you with that in the name of Jesus. So it's rightfully yours. You grab a hold of that and see what God wants to do and see how he will bless that in, in the time to come. So, and, and I get, and I guess I'm shutting down or, or closing down. Just be reminded of all these things that, that God, God didn't give us fear. He didn't give us all the worry and anxiety and depression. He gave us power, love, and a sound mind. So be thankful that we have a God that, that loves us enough that he didn't, he don't make us fear. He don't make us worry. He gives us peace that surpasses all our understanding. So, um, once again, I, we're praying for those things, physical healings as well, and also financial. Man, God doesn't want you to 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 have to worry about things like that. God wants you to prosper. God wants you to walk in the fullness uh, of his joy and his glory. And, and that's a financial blessing as well. God wants you to be financially prosperous and be blessed. So uh, just know that God wants to take care of you in all those ways. And we're believing and we're praying for that. We're praying that that would be done and seeking those things and very excited for where we're going, what's going on. I know people, there's people fasting every day of this month, and there's people taking turns fasting. There's people praying every day this month. Things are happening right now, and I'm excited for what God's doing. And this, people, you know, people ask me why we do these books or why we why we do these things or why we write these things down. It's not nothing of us. It's so that we can pray over these things, but also I think it's pretty cool because one day, when, when all of us that have lived through this time have went on to be with the Lord and, walk, and walked into glory, there's going to be generations that come behind us that are going to have something to hold to. And, and those, you know, my great-grandchildren, my grandchildren, whatever it may be, um, generations behind me, they're going to see these books and they're going to realize that the people that come before us, our fathers, our grandfathers, our great-grandfathers, you know, those that come before us, they believed in this. They believed in what God was doing. They seem fit for this purpose, and maybe there was a reason that we've done this, and this can be the hope that the generations behind us can see what God is doing, what God did right now in this time frame, and then in their time frame, God's still God. He wants to do the same thing then as he's doing right now. So it's it's just the hope that God will see this through throughout a thousand generations, that he will bless those that come after us just as much as he blessed us. I my prayer is that my kids and my grandkids and those that come after me, um, they'll experience God far greater than I've ever experienced him in my life. And, you know, some people can't, can't fathom that, man, I hope my children walk further in God. 
than I, I and pray that they walk further in God than I ever have in my life. And that is a hope and a prayer every day of my life. So uh, again, we're fasting, we're praying and believing for these things to be done. And an accumulation, in the end, I'm oh, sorry, couldn't get that word out. In the end, we're believing that in the end of this month, all these miracles are going to happen and we're going to keep believing past this month as well. So God is faithful. Once again, very excited for, for what's coming up, what God is doing in this time frame. Very excited for the podcast. Again, have some very excited show, exciting shows lined up. Um, very special guests. Some of them we've had on here before, some of them we have not. But I'm very excited for what God is doing, looking forward to what he's going to do, and praying he's going to bless. So once again, this is Michael Willis with the Greater Things Podcast. I do want to pray before as, as in departure. So gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you for this day. Lord, thank you for your many blessings. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to come and just spread your word, to spread the love of God, to share the gospel. Um, and I pray that you would reach of those that are listening right now, Father, Lord, that you would just reach and begin to touch their hearts and their lives, that you would bless them, Lord, spiritually, Lord, physically and financially, those that are seeking you, that they would find you, Lord, that when they knock, that you would open up the door unto them and you would begin to bless them, Lord. And I just pray that right now in this moment in time, that anybody dealing with anxiety, fear and depression, Lord, that you would set them free in the name of Jesus and that you would break those chains of bondage, Lord, and they would experience the freedom, the love of God that you have given them. Lord, I pray that it would be done, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, and I just pray, Lord, that you would bless, Lord, those that are listening, Lord, those that are not. Lord, and I pray that you would begin to bless this podcast, Lord, Lord, as it goes forth doing your will, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that we would walk in your light and your glory each and every day in our lives. Lord, I pray a blessing over each and everyone listening, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, and I'm thankful for everything that you're doing, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Again, this is Michael Willis with the Greater Things Podcast. Thank you for listening and look forward to what God is going to do this year.